Pippa stood in the gallery of the Taldoran royal family's summer palace, eyeballing a very expensive painting. Not really to her own taste, it depicted a pastoral scene of a pretty human laying with their head on the lap of a prince, inspired by a folktale in which a peasant is swept off to a life of luxury by a cursed prince after he spies them walking alone in the forest. It was technically very well done, but something about the prince's angelic smile and the careful blankness of the peasant's face made the fine hairs on her arms stand on end. Still, the artist was famous and eccentric. The price would be worth a pretty sum of gold. Contemplating switching careers, Evan's low, rich voice murmured in her ear. Pippa grinned at the painting before schooling her features into a more composed expression befitting royalty, turning to greet her fictional vizier. Lord Evan, whatever are you implying? That I would ever give up my crown to become a common art thief? (laughs) What a notion. She simpered. Evan swept her a bow before offering his arm. Shall I escort you into the ballroom? They are ready to announce you. She laid her hand on top of his with what she hoped was a regal nod, trying to suppress her impish smile. Evan had a way of bringing out her playful side, in business as well as pleasure. But tonight was her business, and the handsome halfling was posing as a member of her court in exile. They strode down the grand staircase into the royal ballroom as the chamberlain called their titles. Crown Princess Pippa of Prittian, Duchess of Lyra, and her escort Lord Evan, Count of Orin. Pippa and Evan moved through a sea of enchanted candles toward the figure reclining on a silver palanquin at the end of the hall casting a twinkling net on the masked revelers in the ballroom. The other guests thrashed, glistening with sweat where cloth had ripped from previous drunken, hedonistic activities, engagements, and entanglements. Long tables lay strewn about the ballroom haphazardly, covered in fine linen and embroidery and laden with every type of delicacy the icy north could muster. A figure in the crowd caught Pippa's eye, and the room is suddenly quite different— Brightly lit with sunlight streaming through the high windows, a throne at the end of a long red carpet. A woman with red hair stands by the refreshments table, speaking with the court wizard. Her golden eyes glance over Pippa, and her hand tightens on her wine goblet, but all Pippa can see is the bejeweled comb pinning up her curls. This is right, she remembers this. She remembers sitting across the table from the red haired woman at the banquet later in the evening. She can't remember what name Mariusa had been going by at that event, just that it was a false one and of no consequence. Where did you get that gorgeous comb? Pippa asks, as casually as she can manage, taking a sip of her wine. I've never seen anything like it. The red-haired woman smiles, and in the low candlelight, her teeth look sharp. It's a family heirloom, she replies, and Pippa could swear her eyes are knowing. Quite unique. Pippa wants to lunge across the table and snatch it from those scarlet curls, but before she can, Mariusa screams, her clothes tear, and stone erupts from her belly. Her face plants directly into her soup, and Lady Liska is smiling and raising her glass in a toast, and Pippa smiles back and says it's her family recipe for stone soup. But no, that's wrong. That couldn't have happened. She remembers creeping along a window ledge of the palace's guest wing after asking some discreet questions about the queen's red-haired guest. She quietly pushes open the window left cracked to welcome the summer breeze. The bedroom she enters is empty. No clothes in the armoire, no jewelry, no personal items at all, save one. On the bed is a blood-red box with a note pinned on top. It reads, 
Every Girl Needs Her Mother, and signed with the initials M.T. Blink. Pippa is a child staring at her mother's body crumpled on the floor of her bedroom. Blink. The body is another woman's now, blood drying in her white blonde hair, lying next to the body of a child who looks just like her. Blink. Pippa is in a ballroom staring at a red-haired woman with crocodile eyes. No, the woman's eyes are blue and she is staring out the window of a mansion on a snowy night. Pippa bursts through the window into the room, shearing gales of icy wind slicing through the glass and propelling it forward at a blistering speed, decapitating the blue-eyed woman and separating another man's hands from his forearms. He howls in pain and terror as he drops against the wall, his blood pouring from open wounds, his companion's head rolling to his feet. Even racked with excruciating pain, he trains his eye on the ruined window as sheets of earth rent it open like wet parchment. Pippa holds up her right hand, fist closed, and opens it. Shards of rock pelt the man with no hands, and his now lifeless body slumps to the side. She turns her attention to the room's final occupant. Andre, she remembers. He's screaming for help, lunging at the opening in the window that she came through. She clotheslines him before bringing her left fist down on his head, slamming it to the floor. That can't be right. She shouldn't be able to do that to a full-grown human. It also doesn't matter because she has a purpose to accomplish. Maybe when it's done, she can finally rest. Andre has rolled onto his back, looking up, up, at her in terror. Please, I'll give you anything if you spare me. Gold, jewels, women, men, power, (laughs) name your price. Information. Information. Andre pauses his begging, sensing hope. Any, anything? What, what do you want to know? Pippa squats down above the prone man and looks him square in the eyes, pushing back her hood. Her hand looks strange to her, large, stony, and cracked. You know, you know who, who I, I am. am. You know, you know what, what I, want. I want. She says in a deep voice. She feels strangely calm, a layer of ice over stormy waters beneath. Yes, I I can tell you where they are, or or at least point you in the right direction. Andre licked his now chapped lips, clearly considering his next words. I can tell you who ordered the deaths of your wife and child. It was Nata, the governess, warden of the wintry north. Pippa punches down with the speed of the wind and crushes through the wooden floor. Andre gasps, then screams as earthen shards stab him, erupting from the boards of the building right through the foundation of the homestead. I already, I already killed, killed her, her and everyone, everyone in her fortress. fortress. She, she gave, gave me your name, name before, before she, she died. died. Andre's eyes widen. This, this was, was useless. useless. Bayani, Pippa, spoke to no one in particular. Without looking, they brought their left fist down and crushed Andre's skull with a dull crunch. Neither Liska's killer, nor Anefa's. They stand, take one quick scan of the room. It flickers back and forth between that frozen mansion with the bodies on the floor and an empty bedroom in Opara where they clutch an ivory comb. Two bodies, but the pain is the same. The rage is the same. And they have other leads to follow. It was right there in that nudie magazine you found so long ago. The the key to Bayani's origin. Right there on the third page. The book boasted 13 distinct illustrations, each representing every witch queen for the past 1,300 years back to Irison's foundations. 
pictures of their celebration at their garden party. The garden party served as a retirement celebration for witch queens, with many scrumptious food, drinks, and sensual pleasures. Bayani Mavaros oversaw the entire event with utmost precision. Each witch queen had their way of indulging, but Bayani ensured that they had the time of their lives. Baba Yaga's unpredictable nature birthed some of the most intriguing servants, while weaker ones, like Lucius Hillrunner, had to be transformed through magic. Bayani was a different story. His chaotic energy resonated with her deep-seated desire for chaos, making him a valuable addition to Baba Yaga's ranks. She manipulated his tragic past and darkest tendencies, allowing him to wreak havoc on Jadwigo royalty every century, seeking revenge for his family. In return, he became the master of ceremonies for her daughter's garden parties, catering to the queen's every carnal whim. It served as a means to soften them up before Baba Yaga finally harvested their life force. If one of her daughters put up a fight, like the obstinate Elisaveta, Bayani was there to lend a more forceful approach if needed and Bayani was happy to do whatever was necessary. When all was done, Baba Yaga would return him to a statue till the next century rolled around. When Elvana first captured the hut, she had a plan. After locking it down and destroying the keys, Bayani was her next target. After a hundred years, it would be her face, not her mother's, that he would see. And he stood there in the garden as he had for the last hundred years surrounded by ivy that had grown up around his legs. She walked, around him, she walked around him, running her hands across his broad chest. I know you are one of my mother's most faithful champions. I've, I'm tempted to give you just one strong push, and you would go shattering into a thousand pieces, but I don't think I want to do that. What if instead I told you the truth about your family's demise? My mother is, in fact, the cause of all your grief. And what if I promise that if you serve me, not only will you lay the final blow on her, but I will give you any lands you desire, a place you can rule as you wish and not be just stuck in stone, waiting for hundreds of years just to get a few weeks of freedom. Oh, dear me, you can't even respond. Elvana withdrew a long sword and plunged it into Bayoni's stone chest. The sword slid in effortlessly, as if the stone were butter. She whispered a few words, and Bayoni's face was released from the statue's form. He grasped and clutched at his chest, his eyes flickering with confusion and pain. Did you hear everything I said, Bayoni? Or do I need to repeat myself? Elvana asked. Bayani's face twisted in pain, and he took a sharp breath. Oh, I heard every word, Elvana. I don't care who I serve as long as the blood of my family is replaced with the blood of their killer. But I warn you, if this is a lie, you'll pay dearly. Elvana smiled. Glad to hear it. You will help stop my mother and any allies that may come your way. She withdrew the sword, and a new mark appeared in Bayani's chest. This symbol binds you to me and destroys the one that bound you to my mother. 
The glowing symbol pulsed around the gash left in his chest. I leave you to guard the hut for now, so you will remain as a statue. But if anyone comes in this space, your job is to stop them. I will release you once the kingdom is secured. Manette, the aura coming off of Bayani is so strong of evil, it rivals the glistening gold that yours gives off. This sudden change in his demeanor is very shocking. I will not force any of you to do this, but if any of you are willing to take the shaking condition for 1d4 rounds, I will give you a hero point. I'm a I'm going to I'm going to volunteer for that with Pippa because she's also experiencing like a torrent like kind of an influx of memories that aren't hers. Yes. Very disturbing ones that have echoes of <laughs> similar things that have happened in her life. Uh, yes. so I'm going to volunteer for that one. The word drinking from a fire hose comes to mind uh, <laughs> when it comes to the memories that are coming in, in your head. Mm-hmm. What about anyone else? Mm, I'm going to pass story-wise as Abraxas has taken on, you know, well, mechanically fighter levels. But you have to remember in his early, you're right, well, y'all remember early campaigns, I was either charmed, feared, taken out of <laughs> yeah. battle super easily. <laughs> what I like about uh, the fighter, which I didn't know at the time, is they have a class feature called bravery that increases as you level up. So I'm already at the next tier of bravery that basically bolsters my will against fear. Um, and he doesn't have any supernatural way to smell evil the way Manette does. So even if he might be like a little unnerved of, oh my God, that thing does massive damage. There's been so much shit that they've dealt with. And this wasn't really, I mean, it was a surprise as far as like, oh, surprise. But it's also like, I don't know, this guy's, this guy's sus. He's a witch. Yeah. He's sus. A witch. He's a witch. <laughs> Plus he was recently <laughs> upset at Bayani for, for bad mouthing uh, Buon. So um, I'm going to pass narrative wise. Even though your point is sweet sauce. It, this might be more of an I knew it moment for a person. <laughs> yeah, that's how Manette is feeling. And like mechanically, I can't be shaken. So either way, it doesn't really matter. I, I, and she, she's not going <laughs> to. Come on. It's Manette. Manette is immune to fear. Manette is uh, like yeah. a holy warrior. She's not going to be shaken by this. She's She's seen worse. You fucking badass. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be shaken through fear. It has to be shaken by surprise, too. Like, like it doesn't have to be fear. Nah, she's not that surprised. She, she, <laughs> she's not that surprised. Um, but uh, uh, Abraxas, another reason is, I mean, you're in her aura of courage as well, mechanically speaking. Um, if we're talking mechanics-wise, you have an additional, you know, bolster plus four um, from being near your holy warrior friend. So... <laughs> so even more uh, reason yeah and you know what he feels as a that a morale bonus as far as remember he's had a fight without manette for a while and has been feeling that weight of you know quote-unquote leadership or having to be the tank figure and has kind of put a lot of his spell casting on the you know on the back burner and that she hasn't been back with him very long but to him it's like a, a sell for him as far as like he he feels safer. So, you know, it'd be a very different story. Not that, you know, Andromeda was any like weakling at all, 
but the dynamic with Andromeda was very was very different. But with Manette, he feels a little safer as far as like I'm not facing this thing's monstrous. I don't want to be hit by any of those, you know, thousand mile per hour <laughs> sandstorms. But he has Manette with him, and for uh, with that, he he he's more confident in battle than he would normally be without having her there. Uh, what about Fee? Feared. I've been going back and forth on this because it's been like two days. Yeah. <laughs> that like I've been with y'all. <laughs> and even before that, right? Like it's been only like a week or two that, you know, you've had the gem. So like really though, I kind of played it off as though she, she'd been listening for a while. It's just kind of less than two weeks. Technically all of you have pretty much known Bionni for about two weeks. So, uh, <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, I think, <laughs> I think she I think I am leaning towards her taking the shaken condition. I my my justification for not was, you know, she's a barbarian, she's raging, you know, like it's uh, unlikely for her to be really shocked by anything. But I did include in my notes after last session that she's just really confused. She's like doesn't even really really know what's happening because from her perspective, all that's happened is that some watery tart like t- spoke to us through an ice mirror, <laughs> and then uh, and then Bionni started like laughing all weird. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, so I think I am gonna go ahead and t- she ain't putting two to two. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Look, that's fair. It's not her just, highest score. She, she's not stupid, but she's only got an eleven intelligence. She doesn't even have a have like any modifier in it. So her bow fully loaded. She hadn't been building up the same level of sort of like increasing unease and suspicion about Bayani. So all oh, it yeah, takes yeah. is Bayani laughing weird for the for the rest of us to be all like, Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, and Elvana very clearly said you were supposed to be on our side. So Manette is like, ping, I got it. <laughs> I took that as being something that was said only to to Bayani, like. No one else. That was whispered in Bayani's ear, I believe. Yeah. I didn't remember. It's like, we heard that, not our characters. Um, (laughs) Uh, So, oh, so I got Fee and Pippa are going to take Shaken for a total of three rounds. Oh, what about Bayani? Oh, yeah. Bayani, do you want a hero point for uh, uh, being shaken? For being shaken? No. No, yeah. By the way, your hero points are. <laughs> by the way, your hero points are available to you as. Oh, as I a, know. As as as, as beyond. I know. So, uh, but he's so, not a hero anymore. Hello, he's my hero. Thank you, Dustin. Wow. Everyone can be anyone can be anyone's hero. Okay. Well, with Fee and Pippa taking their three rounds of, did I say staggered? Shaken. Shaken. shaken yeah staggered would be bad uh shaken's bad i would not have taken that i would not have taken that deal <laughs> not even a hero point would have tempted me <laughs> how about two hero points no just kidding uh, okay yes yeah. <laughs> can, I, can i use a hero point to get out of the staggered condition and that's not how this works uh, uh, <laughs> roll for initiative everybody oof Give me my soup bonus. No, it doesn't work. I I negate it with my culinary <laughs> powers. I can't do that, Angel. 
your culinary magic. It's a magic spoon. You don't know what <laughs> Betty can do. I eat Betty. Oh, poor Betty. <laughs> no, not Betty. He, just, he focused fire on the ladle. Betty. <laughs> no. That's Leonie's lasting legacy. We survive, but he breaks the ladle. <laughs> you're like, you're out of the party. I don't care if you're cheered. <laughs> you broke the ladle. Out. <laughs> How could you? I was sitting here. I'm like, what is my initiative? And it's like, I don't have one this game. So this is exciting. Uh, Abraxas, what is your initiative? A six. Pippa? <sighs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening again. This happened yep. earlier in this dungeon where Manette, some, we got we got stacked up rolls and somehow Manette was at the top, even though she has the worst bonus. That yep. is so fucking funny. Bayani, what did you get? 19. I hate you. Boo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least we have Fiat. Manette, what'd you get? Nine. <laughs> uh, and Fia, what'd you get? I also got 19. I have a plus three Yay. modifier. I have a plus 12 currently. Shit. <laughs> so you, yeah. you rolled a natural one inspiration. No, I rolled a f- six. I have a plus a 13. Six. Oh, right. Plus 12. <laughs> My brain doesn't make sense. Yeah. All so, right. Uh, yep. Looks uh, like Bionni's going to get his first round in. Bionni, you're up. What would you like to do? It, it, you know what? It just means that we're good people who hesitate to attack a friend. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's all that you. is. Mm-hmm. It's because we're good. It's evil. I feel very attacked right now. This is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I barely hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> I liked you. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> that is true. He was just like, oh, they're over there now. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Bayani uh, is currently still laughing i think so you just hear (laughs) and his head snaps back and just snaps forward again and he just goes you you fucking idiots i can't i can't believe it (laughs) you got the godly woman you got the sexy priestess you got the pup and then he looks at Fion he just goes you got that one <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say like whatever the fuck that is yeah. <laughs> that's what people used to call me before I came out oh, Jesus that's dark. Actually, no, it was after I came out. That was a we- I phrased that weirdly. Oh, it was actually God. after I came out. <laughs> You've got that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bayani, you, you just see him rolling his shoulder. Shoulder, I should say, because one arm is completely missing. Just sand pouring out of it. He's hunched over and he's breathing erratically. And he just goes, I, I'm going to kill you. 
You, you, you're all marked with her sigil. I, I, I cannot let you live. Do you understand me? And then there's, if there's no answer, he just goes, do you understand me? <laughs> and then he just shoots out his one good fist. Or, hmm. He mechanic, he flavor, he whips out his sand arm at you and it's hurling straight at Manette. Nice. I love all my protections from evil. <laughs> so as Bayani shoots it forward, um, the s- sand arm s- shoots faster than maybe you were expecting, Manette, as a roll of 35. Yeah, yeah, you got me. Mm-hmm. And the sand actually, right before it hits you, Manette, it dives into the ground and then it erupts from the underground as it impales your foot and slash I guess body and then it arcs back down into the ground because mechanically what I'm doing is I'm using the kineticist impale ability or infusion specialization Mm. which costs no burn because of my kineticist shit and then I'm going to roll against uh, Abraxas because you're next doing there's a 44 oh that's a d20 that's a nat 20 Aww. oh my goodness no okay uh, let's see let's uh, see for confirm Manette's body is wreathed in light and uh, as I have an instant action spell for this situation um, mm-hmm. whatever that spell like whatever you're you're shooting out at him it start it is redirected by like a field of golden light towards Manette. So you're Whoa. critting yourself? Or potentially yes. critting yourself? Okay. Yes. Does a 40 hit? Or confirm? Uh, yes, but I'm going to convert that to non-lethal damage with my buffering cap. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, it's going to continue to impale back to Abraxas, because I can do it to as many targets within a 30-foot line, or a 30-foot snake. Uh, so d20 plus 24 41 hits and then it goes to Pippa well it oh, would normally hit but <laughs> as you're doing that the sand's coming this way at him and it looks like it's about to hit him it's like you're not the only one that has control over the natural forces and with a paw he swipes and uses a shield of sand against your sand which brings up my AC to 42. Uh, so make you Whoa. miss. Sand fight. Sand fight. Sand fight. Sand fight. Sand gets everywhere. <laughs> sand. Sandy. Oh, that was a close one. Well, you saved Pippa because if I don't Yay! actually hit the target, I can't continue ha. it. Okay, Hell so, yeah. Sand shield. Yeah, so right. thank you, Angel. Yes, to put <laughs> oh, this in God. my head. <laughs> you took one normal hit and then a critical hit's going to be non-lethal? Yeah, the critical hit's going to be non-lethal from the buffering cap, no. but and Manette, the, just to be clear of what spell I used, it's called Paladin Sacrifice. So, um, That's awesome. That is why I was not hit, because <laughs> I sacrificed okay. myself. Okay, well, I will crit card myself. 
Yeah. Uh, piercing, vulnerable spot. Normal damage and target takes 1d4 ability damage of my choice. Cool. All right. Okay, so let me roll the damage for the normal one first. Five. Sorry, I feel like Dustin. I have so many things open. Seven, yep. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you you have BBEG energy right now, so this is how it is. <laughs> All right. So the so the first hit, Manette, is fifty six piercing damage. Okay, and that's the piercing lethal? supernatural damage. That's the lethal one. Okay. And then the next one is you take one hundred sixteen non lethal damage. Okay. One hundred sixteen piercing non lethal damage. Thank God for stone skin, baby. Hmm. And then as that impale, that first impale hits you, and then that second impale hits you the second time, you start to realize that the sand is beginning to coalesce all over yourself, Manette, as uh, a cylindrical kind of sphere just erupts all around you, and you are engulfed in sand. That And it it floats you up 15 feet into the air. Whoa. And let me know when it's your round, and I will roll s- something for you. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Uh, and then Bionni will fly. Or, mm, no, he descends 20 feet because he was already flying, and he steps onto the sand itself. Okay, my turn is done. Oh, was that it? <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay fee i've been playing fee as you know by the way like everyone at home fee is constantly raging i've said this before and yeah. time again i don't actually know the last time fee wasn't raging but it's been a long time so she's gotten really used to just maintaining her composure when she's raged like you know that simmering anger that like most women have underneath, you know, just at like life and the world being shit. Yes. <laughs> she sees this guy who she's known for a couple of days and she thought that they were getting along. And she hears him say that one. And he, he d- little does he know how much that's that hits home for her. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's perfect, actually. <sighs> I thought we were friends. You just, now you're just calling me that one? Ooh, you just said the wrong thing, laddie. Uh, I don't even know what mark you're talking about. And this is all said as she's like, she's spurring her griffin mount in this charge downward at Bayani. And uh, with Bardician hand shaken a bit because she thought he was her friend. He, she trusted him. Uh, is going to go ahead and just make a single furious attack, power attack on. Hell yeah. Uh, and, oh, <laughs> she's going to get a natural one. No. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I knew this would the happen. We're all going to die. Oh, man. Let me see what the critical fail is for. Uh, I do think I, I do think it you know I, I said this to myself in another game 
recently that I, I should never make cool speeches before I attack. <laughs> <laughs> That's what does it. That's what does it. Yeah. It it every time. Yeah, literally. Uh, it's like every time there's actual emotion in there. Yeah, we should start having a clause where it's like, like you make your attack and then you have and then you get room to do a cool speech. Oh, that's a good. <laughs> yeah, I got to start doing that. Uh, roll me a d100 there. Oh, I hate that. Uh, 1d100. 75? I'm not going to do that one. Uh <laughs> Oh, is that that bad? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, roll me a d7. A d7. All right. That's a one. So you're you go to hit and I don't know what it you're just not used to flying on your griffin mount yet. You know, you're used to fly you're used to a land mount and you're used to that horse trot, not this like rushing through the air kind of bullshit. And yeah. And your Bardiche catches up on the wings of the griffin, and the wings knock it 25 feet across the across the uh, thing. Uh, so I'm going to roll a d4. Oh, man. <sighs> Are you so fucking serious? <laughs> Guess what? Dumbass doesn't have any other weapons. Oh, oh cool. no. <laughs> 25 feet behind you, basically, towards Manette, it falls and sticks into the stand. Uh, so, yeah, that is where your weapon's at. All right. Disarmed. Gotcha. I, Logan, I need you to be my BBEG from now on. You're just gonna... <laughs> Clay was just telling me, he's like, sometimes actors like to play villains, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone remember Thirsty Sword Lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy, yeah, do you, I remember that. You're cruel. You're a cruel person. <laughs> <laughs> it is my next turn. Because just reminded me, you take three ability points uh, to strength damage. You're choosing strength? Okay. I'm choosing strength. <laughs> uh, what is happening to Manette, Logan, since it is her turn now? So, Manette, you are trapped in a sphere, a floating sphere of sand. It is uh, raised 15 feet up into the air directly above where you were standing, and it is beginning to compress down onto you. So you are going to take a D12 plus one for soup. Wow. You're going to take, wow. Okay. Three points of. um, So nothing. Thank you, Stone Skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, three points of compression damage, uh, and you are now beginning to suffocate. Sorry, Jess. I knew you'd be the most annoying. <laughs> <laughs> eh, okay, I expected this to be a little bit tricky. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. If I'm well, if I am squeezed inside of there. I don't think I can do anything. Um, Usually swallows have um, escape um, escape items on it, like that gets listed. This is this is purely the only way she can escape is from her friends outside breaking the shell. All righty. But it's not just just off of the table. I'm going to let you guys know, just because I know this kind of stuff can get agitating. It's not hard to break the shell. 
Uh, it just has to be done by somebody that's not Manette. It's mainly a turn waster. Uh, well, nothing preventing me from doing this, so I'm going to sit here while I'm being crushed and uh, channel healing energy into myself for a little while. There you go. Yeah, all right, verbal is about all you can do right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, Pippa, you just saw Manette basically neutralized. Uh, how are you going to react to that? Uh, unless anything else is anybody else has anything they want to do before we start your turn. Yeah. Uh, after Bayani makes sure that uh, Manette is being properly constricted in the ball, he disappears into the sand, just melts into it. And you see him pop up on the other side of the room opposite the dais and opposite everyone else. And he just waggles his fingers and waves at you and blows you a kiss. It's you now your turn, Pippa. What I've kind of been sitting here thinking about while everyone else is taking their turns uh, is that a lot of different pieces are clicking into place for her. She has just experienced a torrent of memories that she is now reasonably certain are not hers. And it, it's clicking for her. And with Bayani specifically mentioning the glyph on our arms and talking about how he cannot let us live, she's just kind of been frozen in place, absorbing all of that. She she watches Fiad's Bardiche get thrown away. She watches Manette get encased in sand, but she's not really seeing it. She's tracking Bayani. And... Which, sorry, Angel, I'm going to leave it to you to break Manette out of her, <laughs> to break Manette <laughs> out of the cocoon, because I had something else I wanted to do on this round. <laughs> First of all, um, Pippa's real, really quick. She is going to mage hand Fiad's Bardiche back to her. Whoa! Nice. Oh, so it's almost like it's, it's she's, she's sort of staring at where Bayani has reappeared and almost sort of absentmindedly flicks flicks her hand and flicks the Bardiche back towards Fiat. And Fiat Argen- sticks her hand out and grabs it. Argentea is going to swoop into the air right in front of Bayani. It was her, wasn't it? She took Liska and your son from you. You see the smile drop from Bayani's face and he says, get their names out of your fucking mouth. I won't attempt to tell you anything so trite as I understand how you feel. Our losses are so different. Every loss is. What I do understand and what I think is going on here is how tempting it is to take any opportunity to get your vengeance. No matter who you end up working for or what sins you have to commit to do it. And I just want to know what has Ilvana even promised you? She's just as twisted as her mother and she cares nothing for you or your cause or your dead loved ones and nothing she could do anyway would ever bring them back. So why? <laughs> Little silver tongue, Pippa. I'll take Pips. She gave me a chance and I've been waiting 1300 years for it. I'm going to take it. What is taking us out going to do? How does that serve your vengeance in any way? When you know we don't even serve her out of belief in her, 
None of us are followers of Baba Yaga. And she cares nothing for us either. It is a temporary alliance towards a larger goal. You took the words right out of my mouth. A temporary alliance for a much larger goal. And then he says, huh. <laughs> right in your face. He just, he just, he just fake lunges at you. Huh. Let <laughs> me intimidate, Bayani. Oh, I got a nat one. 22. Oh, got shuts. <laughs> so, Pippa, I think at this moment, uh, any chance to get the high ground or get a little ground back after this abysmal first turn, you just got this little win. Bayani didn't even, like, get to you with his little lunge. <laughs> nice. Get him, Pippa. I'm shaken, but I'm not stirred. <laughs> I, can, I can fix that. There's the there's the title name. Shaken but not stirred. <laughs> do you do anything else, Pippa, besides talk? Um, I can talk and I'm going to use I I'm going to use my I'm going to use my hero point that I got from being shaken to give myself an additional spell. Okay. Nice. So you lunge at her? fake lunge. You fake lunge at her, trying to intimidate her. And she sort of reflexively casts Enervation on you. Very nice. And I get a ranged touch attack. That's 29. Uh, So, Pippa, as you reach out, I'm assuming, and try to shoot Bayani right in the face with the Enervation Blast... Oh, uh, it, a sand shield automatically comes up and neutralizes the spell and takes the hit. Jesus. Well, that's frustrating. I know. I'm sorry. What? Kind of. No, you're not. What? Uh, <laughs> what is it? Is it like, like, re- like ray? Ray attacks don't work, or? I, I don't know. Yeah, shut up. You know. <laughs> you have a hint. You you have a hint as to what All right. may not work. May not work because you also saw me roll. Yeah. All right. All right. Anything else, Pippa, gonna do? Nope, I'm out. I used okay. a hero point for that, so I'm I'm out. What about uh, Dragon Taya? Does Dragon Taya do anything? She flew me here. Okay. Uh, Abraxas, you're up. There's a giant egg that is a giant egg that uh, has encompassed uh, Manette. Uh, Bayani disappeared onto the other side of the room and Pippa went after him. Um, I don't think you can get a great visual of them because there's a Rax and a giant egg in your way. I have echolocation. I don't need my my eyes to see. Hello. Hello. What I'm going to do is shoot at the egg first. It's like, man, it's one thing, it's another thing. (laughs) All over the place. (laughs) And we'll fire at the egg. So that's a 32 for the egg. And that is 16 bludgeoning, piercing. I don't know if it takes holy damage because it was an evil spell. 
I will give you the holy for this. So that's basically 28 points of damage. Damn. You see some pretty significant cracks in this egg. Uh, like one more pop and it probably would bust. All right. Then with my... Oh, I should have done two attacks. I forget it rolls two. Um, the other one's a 22 with yep. it. Oh, I did do two. And that one's a total of 25 points of damage. So, yes. So the second point hits just the right spot and that crack gets even bigger and then it busts out and a minute appears and falls to the ground. Uh, uh, but not, not, she doesn't fall prone or anything. She just falls on her feet. Is it like, uh, you know, in Aladdin when he hits the hourglass and Jasmine just spills out? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you would see actually is uh, Manette's golden wings completely cocooning her body. And so as she, like, emerges from the the egg of sand, she the wings unfurl and keep her uh, suspended instead of the egg. Like, she gives a big flap. <laughs> nice. And there's just, there's, like, a metallic chiming sound when her wings flap. Shing. Okay, yeah. that was a very adventurous round one. Oh, a, pra- a practice. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm hasted. So once that's taken care of, uh, he's kind of leveling. He's like, "All right, watch your legs there." And he's uh, firing between Manette's legs, woo, <laughs> and taking a shot at Bayani. He doesn't have a speech for him. He's just like just ready to fire. So he's taking his hasted <laughs> shot, which is at his highest uh, attack. Against touch, that's 18. The bullet flies at Bayani and completely misses him. Oh, so far away. And then as the last thing of his round, he activates his magic item that lets him um, do a move action. And with that, he's like, oh, fuck, a little to the left. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. And then just rushes (laughs) off at like a full blurring speed with his little speed boost. And that'll do it. All right. Well, that was a very eventful uh, round one. Let's get into some round two where Bayani, you're up to bat again. What would Bayani like to do? Uh, I am up to bat again. Bayani looks down at Pippa and then looks at Abraxas. He felt the bullet whiz past. He sees Abraxas running towards him and he just... A, he his eyes glaze over Pippa once more, and he just goes, "Soon." And then he turns his attention to Abraxas. One arm is outspread, his right arm spilling sand where where it used to be onto the floor, and he just goes, "Hill Runner, I know you. You're the big bad wolf in the woods. Well, I'm the Huntsman," and he just punches forward. Ooh. With uh, the oh. force of a sandstorm okay. right at you, Abraxas. Oh, Jesus. And hopefully I hit with your stupid AC. Now I feel like Dustin. <laughs> I can't do it all the time. I know, <laughs> I but I... need resources for it. I understand Dustin's pain. <laughs> Roll the 20. You managed to hit him fine earlier. <laughs> I just, I just... Yeah. <laughs> But that I just redirected it to me. How <laughs> annoying. Does a 27 hit you? No. Um, oh. <clears throat> the, the, what is, is it just like a, a torrent of sand? 
yeah, let's say like a wave of sand just coming at you. Then what Abraxas is going to do, um, yeah, that is not even enough for like his armor. So what he's going to do is he brings <laughs> his shield up um, and basically bears into it and kind of does like a little ski down the thing and like m- puts himself <laughs> upright. It's like, I'll, I'll say you're talented with the natural elements, but again, you're not the only one. You got to step it up a notch. You're no druid. <laughs> Quit playing games with me. I know bears that have a bigger bite. Eh, eh, a, little, <laughs> eh, eh, a little, little nod to Pike Hill. <laughs> you haven't tasted this bear meat yet. Also, snap out of this shit. <laughs> you can cut that if you want. <laughs> Does that... That change that in Bionni's oh. turn there, or does Bionni have any other tricks up his sleeve? And it also now sucks because there's probably like sand all in his armor now that itches like <laughs> SOB that he just has to wait till battle's <laughs> over to address. Oh, I forget. I'm hasted. So if Bionni is just gonna try this again, but uh, this time it'll cost burn because I was able to use my infusion last time. All right, let's try this again. Natural one, natural one, natural one. Natural one, natural one, natural one. You made him mad. So uh, instead of instead of punching out with his left hand, he he rolls his sh- shoulder of his right arm where it would be, and the sand just shoots out at you. And I rolled a a twenty nine. Oh, hey, this one he just this one he just dodges the same way you probably like the bullet went to. Why <laughs> he's he's already anticipating, and as the sand's coming this way. He kind of, tr- for, uh, also to kind of psych you out, he closes his eyes and Toph style, he kind of feels where the sand is and moves to the side ninja style. Ugh. Bionni just goes, oh, my God. You could, you, you could keep those coming my way. I'm okay with that. You know, you want some of this wolf meat. It's, it's tasty. So tasty. You think I'm so dumb, <laughs> Braxis? I was just going after you. I can go after others. My, my heart was still racing as you were rolling your dice. I was like, oh. <laughs> I rolled, listeners, I rolled a three and then a four. <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Damn. feeling, Abraxas doesn't have the shaking condition, but Angel has a shaking condition. He's like, oh my God, it's coming at me. It's coming at me. <laughs> it's okay, Logan. I understand. Uh, is that oh. in Bionni's turn? <laughs> yeah, it's my turn. Can't, uh, can't move. Fee, uh, you are uh, you have a bar with Bardishan and what would you like to do? By the way, that was totally a Marvel like Avengers movie moment where like <laughs> Pippa just flicks the thing up as she's going to do her movements. Uh, anyway, what what is Fee going to cool. do? So um, I was double checking rules because I have never used a mount before. Um, so like as far as I can tell. I get my full action after my mount has moved. So I don't just get one attack. And my, my Griffin has a speed of 80. So with my with Fiat's knees, like technically this is a DC5 to do this. I have a ride check of plus 13. So I can't fail. Right. But with, with her knees, Fiat guides and twists the, the Griffin to like soar across the battlefield up and over uh, the corpse of Rax. And Bardish in hand is going to... With rage in her eyes, I think the tattoo, her tattoos that cover her face are all on fire now. And like you watch as just her, her hair, bright curly red hair just turns into flames as she comes up like right up next to him. 
not even bothering to say anything this time. Just gonna go and do a full round attack plus haste. Ooh. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Oh wow. 34 to hit? Hit. Uh, that is a um, critical threat with a uh, 33, but not a nat 20. Um, let me roll a 100. If it's 50 or below, it does not hit me. Okay, uh, it does not hit me. Okay, that misses. Sorry, it's not. Sorry, sorry. It hits me, but it's not a critical hit. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, the third one is a twelve, so I don't think that hits. No, 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 no. no. But that's also not a natural one. That is a two. Um, and then the hasted attack is a thirty. That one does not hit me. Okay. Oh, okay. So we found your AC. It's thirty-one. Um, <laughs> good to know. Math power. We're counting cards. <laughs> Two hits on you, like just slashing in through your sand and stone um, for 61 points of slashing damage. Ooh. B has drawn the first blood on Bayani in this battle. Yes, you have. Does that end Fee's turn? That Fee, is going Fee, to be the Fee, end of Fee's Fee. turn. Fee, 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 Fee. Manette, <laughs> it is your turn. Uh, everybody seems to have left you alone to your own devices on the other end of the map. Uh, what would you like to do? Oh, you know, she was only encased in sand until like half a <laughs> second ago. Yeah. Uh, okay, so with haste and my corset of delicate moves, I should be able to do all of what I'm about to do. <laughs> First, Manette her wings like shoot behind her and it essentially essentially sends her just rocketing forward um and she is gonna be right behind pippa because that's as far as i can get um and at that point she said she she will say pippa destroy the evil and there's like a wash of radiant golden energy that floods into you pippa uh, and your eyes flash gold. So you can now target him with your smite. Ooh. And then... <laughs> Ooh. Manette is also is now targeting Bayani with her smite. And she's going to do the only attack she can do. Actually, I didn't need my corset for this. But uh, I'm now smiting. Which I forgot to do anything. I'm just going to roll a regular d20. Wow, I rolled a one again. Uh, Shh, happened again. Uh, Roll 20 loves me. Damn. Roll 20 really loves me. Oh, boy. Jess, I need you to roll me a reflex save. Oh, right. Uh, 28. Okay. You you are fine. If you would have failed, uh, Bionni would have gotten possession of your weapon. So, uh, <laughs> job on that reflex save. Okay, I am about to switch to Pippa's turn, uh, and I just I realize I keep forgetting. Bayani, as I go between turns, if you need to interject at any time, just let me know. Oh yeah, Bayani interjects and he disappears into the sand and moves himself 120 feet across the battlefield. All right. Uh, is that is that an attack of opportunity thing available? It does, it does it, not provoke attacks. Damn it! It's the same thing as just, stupid. Yeah, you would just be attacking sand. Well, I attack the sand nonetheless. <laughs> I attack the sand. We're in that room because technically she shouldn't have been able to do that in a magic import reinforced room. We should move there for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the room to here. 
Everyone else would, like, basically lose everything. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, we should have gone well, there. Well, <laughs> freaking, uh, uh, me and Abraxas could do stuff still. <laughs> I mean, that's actually, that's fair. I was just thinking, like, I wouldn't be able to do anything in there. <laughs> I could keep talking. <laughs> Pippa, it is your turn. Uh, annoyingly, Bionni is now on the other end of the room again. I declare Bayani is the target of my smite, my smite, <laughs> whenever I do decide to do that. Um, but first, so Bayani can no longer see Pippa from where he is on the opposite side of the dragon's corpse, I imagine. But the rest of you, she gets an extremely dark look on her face. And then... And then grits her teeth in resolution. And you see a change come over her. She gets taller. Her hair turns white blonde. As she assumes the form of Lady Liska. (laughs) (gasps) What a bomb. Whoa. (laughs) Damn. Wow. Emotional damage. I don't have that. Not that the three of you know who you're looking at, but a beautiful Iriseni woman is what Pippa turns into. Ooh, Pippa fights dirty. <laughs> yeah. He just uh, he he sees the woman stand up from nowhere, and he just goes, "Liska, Liska." And you see him like shaking, like he, he he's just saying her name over and over again. Funny enough, on Dragontea, the head of Dragontea also changes to match, and also is Liska's head now. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it's disgusting. Ew! Now, now it's just oh god, my only barfs. I love migrants. What happened to my baby? Hmm. I guess I wasn't expecting you to actually think that that might actually be Liska. <laughs> he hasn't seen her in 1300 years. He's been uh-huh. off and on a statue. He's clearly not in a good headspace. Yeah. He, he's not smart. <laughs> he's, he's usually not smart. I think I think this got to him. Okay. Cool. Fun. All right. I had a, I had a whole different speech prepared. Oh, <laughs> based on a based on a different thought, but I love this. You'll probably get to use that speech soon. <laughs> sure will. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So she becomes Lady Liska, and Dragon Taya flies her toward Bayani again. Um. This time she lands a little farther away, uh, so that her friends don't have to come, you know, directly to her rescue quite so, quite so far. Or maybe it is better We're to. All hasted. They're all hasted. I don't know. I think I think she's just gonna get right up in his face again. Oh, don't go too face. far. Uh... <laughs> no, keep, keep I going. can't use my spell if you get attacked from there. Go, girl. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, I'm not gonna metagame you out of it. I'm just. Yeah, I just, I just don't think, I don't think Pippa's thinking very clearly either. I, I yeah. think that. She she Fair. is, yeah, she's doing she's doing a thing, um, and she like she feels she knows Bayani 
very well at this moment because she has absorbed so many of his memories that she's still working out which ones are hers and which are his because they have a shockingly similar past in a lot of ways that she is she is discovering so she really doesn't want to kill him and she's kind of exhausting every option before getting to that point so she will land on Argentea close to him and then slide off of Argentea's back and then walk towards Bayani oh shit and say my love what are you getting out of this what purpose does this serve in the grand game that we were playing (laughs) it's it's always been for you it's for both of you you're here, Liska. And he kind of reaches out a hand, his left hand to cup your face to make sure you're real. He just goes, I did it for both for both of you. Bayani, roll a will save. Um, is this a something that's coming from an evil cold witch? <laughs> I mean, technically, she is the opposite of what you are right now. So, yeah, 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 I would say yes. Because I do get a bonus of Warded Against Witchery. Oh, well, she's technically not a witch, so... She's not a witch. Pippa's not a witch. Yeah, Pippa's not a witch. Like, mechanically, like, she is kind of being an evil, cold witch right now, but in a, a, uh, you know, a metaphorical sense. A capital B, (laughs) not a capital Mm, W. Yeah. A silent witch. I got a 29. Okay. This is Pippa. You're you 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 snap out of it. Like you realize and your your brain wants it to be Liska mm-hmm. so badly, but you know it's Pippa. Uh Bionni snatches his hand away and he looks his he's made of stone, and yet his face hardens into something more concrete. And he looks Pippa Liska right in the eye, and he spits out say his name say our son's name is this something Pippa would know nope nope it's not in the memories I gave you that's true it is not in the memories that you gave me she sort of sighs and she goes well I wasn't expecting that to work for long (laughs) but She'd be a little embarrassed for you, I think. Not properly considering all the pieces on the board before you make your bargains. It's been how many centuries and you still haven't managed to avenge your family? She was a woman who appreciated efficiency and creativity in addition to your ruthlessness. Look at her face and tell me that she would find your current course well done. Shut your mouth. Baba Yaga and her daughters were notoriously fickle allies, even in her time. You shut your mouth. You get it together. She would not say this. You are not her. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Does Pippa do anything else? 
besides cut deeper. <laughs> I want to know if this is a way that I, if there's a, like, if there is a, um, a social role that I could make in addition to, um, and like to, to compliment what I'm saying, like, could, like, could I potentially make a diplomacy or an intimidate check? Roll me an intimidate check, actually. Can I, Dustin, also have her roll a check? Um, of course. For something that's on my, okay. But let's let the intimidate happen first. God damn, Abby, that was good. Thank mm. you. I wanted to do something super mean. <laughs> that was that was awesome. Oh my god, he should get the sh- he should get the shaking condition. Apparently, the I have it wrong. Who the big bad evil guy is in this game? In this, in this Abby, fight. you can have you have a hero point for when we start GSOE up again. You have a free, you have an uh, extra yeah. one if you already have. You, no, well, and and actually, Abby. You do get a hero point uh, for that. That was, oh man, that shook me. That was like, mm, that was good. That was rude. Thank you. That was some. Thank that you was very true. Much. That that was true emotional damage right there. Uh, you had us over here all making faces and like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't want to say anything to break the the moment. Okay, I am going to spend my hero point immediately to give myself advantage on this intimidate check. <laughs> yep, I'm glad I did that. <laughs> Woo, that was a four. That and that and then a fucking eight. So with my bonus, that is so oh. annoying. Y'all were rolling so good last game too. Yeah, I know. I wasted all. It's- just spent all of it. Okay, first of all, a tw- it's a tw- I, I, it was a 22 total. He is hurt. He is insulted, but he is not demoralized. So, uh, and does Bayani do anything in response to this? Yeah. Uh, I bet he does. <laughs> Bayani stands up as tall as he can, looming over Pippa Liska, and he just... He whispers, so only Pippa can hear this. Oh, I love it. Yes. And he goes, my patience has crumbled and my vengeance will be like ash on the wind. And a force of a mudslide will envelop you. I was going to spare you, but no more. Because you were the nicest to Bayani. So in my head, yeah. he was going to save you for last or something, but no more. That's that's sweet. Um, she likes Bayani very genuinely. It's why she's trying so hard <laughs> to not have to not fight him. <laughs> oh, oh. And then um, Abby, does mm-hmm. Pippa have some sort of linguistics check? Uh, yeah, she sure does. Roll me a linguistics check. Because you're right up in Bionni's chest. Oh. His, his bosoms. Right up in his bosoms. And also, like, for, for the, probably for the first time, she's on eye level with his bosoms. Usually it's just on eye level with his knee. <laughs> <laughs> 14. You just remember that he has a tattoo on his chest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. You see it. Great. (laughs) (laughs) This is going swimmingly. 
That's all I wanted to do, Dustin. A little busy. (laughs) A tattoo that was, mind you, not there previously. Okay. Abraxas, you're up. He's like, not knowing that that's what uh, Bionis is like, I'm getting tired of this shit. Uh, Rushes over to Manette and Fied. Um, puts his hand on the ground, and I'm picturing about maybe like a 10, 15-foot radius around him. The sand bursts, um, crystallizes with ice for a second, just thematically reversed in a second. Um, has these drawing powers. Since he's attuned to Triaxis, he's drawing a power that's like, Triaxis, grant us your strength! And what he does is cast it, well, it's called the spell St. Bertegna's Rally, but it just shifted to Triaxis's Rally. It moves Manette and Fied to the top of the initiative instantly and gets them a plus one attack morale bonus. Oh, I love this spell. Where This is fucking awesome. He's fed up with Bayani moving on everybody's turns and doing stuff on other people's turns. So now it's like, all right, <laughs> do stuff on my turn. So he uses that magic to move him up. Um, so it affects Manette. Uh, Pippa, you're out of range. Sorry, it's not that powerful. Um, but Ooh. Manette and Fiat, you are at the top <laughs> position of the initiative order now. That end of Rex's turn? Nice. Yep. All right. We are to round three. I cast the skip card on using <laughs> the Uno card. <laughs> yeah, Abraxas is playing Uno. The rest of us are playing chess. Abraxas is playing Uno. <laughs> <laughs> That's so appropriate. Fee, you're up. Feeling this sudden rush of energy, like she she can act faster than she should be able to, is going to just. Uh, not even really recognize that I think she's still just so she's in her own rage she is not experiencing any of what um, what is happening here except for like whipping her head around and looking for looking for Bayani and just resumes the chase guiding guiding her griffin back <laughs> to the other side of the room <laughs> so I get a plus one on attacks correct right yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and make a full round attack and uh, hasted. Were you within 20? Were we, you within 10 feet of me when we were over there? Yeah. I oh, think so. you have my smite as well. You have my comfort smite. No. So add some fucking bonus. <laughs> yeah. So but she doesn't even like, I don't, I don't know if she needs to declare it out loud, but she definitely declares him as uh as as her goal for the smite and um let's see so suit bonus plus the plus the smite plus the triaxis's fury uh that is a 41 i can't do math apparently 40 43 on the first hit yep uh 37 on the second and uh, that's not it's gonna be missed on the last or the third one with a 25 and uh, fourth hasted attack is a uh, is another crit threat uh, for 45 to hit uh, it, okay so the crit the, the crit from firm roll is a 40 uh, it hits and then let me see 50 or below it misses 92 it's a confirmed crit oh whew. So, oh. 
And then does the smite do extra damage? How does that work? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I see. I I do this so rarely. I forget because we haven't fought much evil. Um, plus paladin level to damage, so eleven to damage. Jesus Christ! For e- for oh. one attack or all attacks? For all attacks. Every single. Wow. Jesus Christ! Oh. Okay. Oh. So, so oh. give, give me a second. Uh, you also get attack. a plus five charisma deflection bonus to your AC. By the way, uh, I believe. Jesus Christ! Wow. Okay. All right, uh, just furiously like carving into this stone man. Um, I'm not including the haste damage just yet. I'm going to add that at the end. But so 27 plus 28 is 55 plus 60 is 115 plus another 33 is 148 points of damage across three Ooh. attacks. Also, by the way, this all bypasses mm-hmm. DR. So any DR Thanks. you have, gone. Yep, that's that's it. That's, the power that's my of turn. God, baby. Oh, you didn't even want your crit. Woo! Wait, did we get a critical card? You didn't get a crit oh, card. Oh right, yeah. Fuck. Uh, so you're doing more damage. <laughs> Terrible gash. Because I'm assuming it's slashing. Yeah. Yeah. Double damage and one charisma drain. So I get to roll my my damage one more time. Yeah, because you did. Did you originally do double? So it would be. Is it three times after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that is a thirty-one plus another eleven. Is the is the okay? Question: Is it like the smite the smite bonus damage? Is that is that yes affected? Yes. Is it okay? So yes. technically, I, I forgot to double that on the for, on the crit initially. So that's another oh god math. Uh, <laughs> another. 53 points of damage for 201 points of damage total. Fuck. Jesus. Oh my god. I hope Bionis a vegeta- vegetarian because he just had apples. You like them apples, Logan? How <laughs> them apples? Call the How doctor. Apples taste? But not for me. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, that just damn. That is. Do you want me to? Do you oh, want me no. to recount the math to no, make sure I that I'm actually it. right? Uh, okay. Let's see how much that sounds right. Consider <laughs> when just, I've critted with smites before, I've done fucking crazy damage, but like, I I have a much lower damage potential than you, so that sounds so so uh, right. <laughs> you <laughs> do so much damage to Bayani. You he just got emotionally cut to the core. He just got physically cut to the core. And I feel like your Bardiche almost gets stuck inside of his body, but you rip it out and sand pours out of him. And he's still standing with malice in his eyes. And he just says, you don't even have a fucking tattoo. Oh, don't need a tattoo to kill the likes of you. You're just like all the people back in my tribe. All those fucking racists that treated me like I was trash, even though I rode better than them. You do see confusion just really quickly over Bayani's eyes and you just hear him go, racist? (laughs) 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 Just like, where did that come from? (laughs) 
Bionni, roll a confusion check. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, does that end Fee's turn? That ends Fee's turn. Uh, Bionni instantly moves back to the doorway. Manette, as your turn begins, something strange happens. The room stops and darkens as if time has stopped and and just a darkness envelops like not, not an over an enveloping darkness but like a the room just darkens like somebody turned off the turned off the lights uh, and just a few night lights remain uh, there's a piece of your mind that makes you wonder for a brief if this is another test and that maybe the last few weeks your friends have all been illusion just very briefly but that's not it And then all of a sudden, all these bright lights, these bright like webs start appearing in a variety of different colors and they illuminate the room before you, crisscrossing all over the place. You look over to Abraxas and you see this bright green glow and you see how these threads, these webs cross out and cross between you and all your friends linking you two. And the thicker the... The, the thicker the web you realize is the thicker the relationship and you see fees has this red web that crisscrosses interconnects with all of you and you see pippa who has an orange thread that connects through all of you and bayani he's radiating that darkness you feel but you see these very these very slight filaments coming out from him as well and these are white pure white of like a good white and it is connecting to all of you there is still something there and then you see one little filament and you follow it and it's in the sand and there it is embedded is the the crystal that was dislodged from his chest and that thread is just slightly thicker than all of your guys's thread and then you look and the th- that crystal has a thread attached to it and you follow it and you all you're seeing beyond planes you realize you are seeing all these different planes and there you see it a white fringed mask and that's all you see and it's just staring at the crystal and then looking over to you and then looking over to Bayani and then it winks out and you back to your turn the fantastic worlds podcast oh come uh, on uh, <laughs> oh man that makes sense i hate that though i want to know what's going on <laughs> is a fantastic worlds productions <laughs> thank you for turning in thank you for tuning in if you're a fan of the show and i'm equally now reading this slowly because i'm too excited and i don't want to trip over myself <laughs> thank you for tuning in if you are a fan of the show and want to connect with other members of the fwp community you can join the conversation on discord and reddit or follow us on facebook twitter and instagram In addition to the Fantastic Worlds podcast, we produce two other shows, Far Beyond the Stars, a space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path, and Fairy Tale Fix. All of the links to everything I have mentioned can be found on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. As an independent podcast group, we rely on the support of listeners like you. If you'd like to help continue creating amazing content, consider becoming a patron on our Patreon at fantasticworlds.cash. 
until next time, I am Dustin Alexander, your mirror bystander in this in this in this episode. You can reach me at Dustin Alexander on the social medias. Uh, this is Abby playing the coldest, winteriest witch bitch. <laughs> ice cold that has bitch ever existed. She's an ice cold bitch, baby. And uh, you can find me at Bonanza Famine. But her glow is bright orange. Yes, Dustin, I did catch it. God damn! I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I laugh. Would it kill you to give me a color I like, like every once in a while, just as you like me? <laughs> Abraxas took green, so I am sorry. Two people could wear green. We could both be the Green Rangers. It's cool. We're from the different franchises. I could be like the car one. How about a nice royal <laughs> purple? You know? You guys are all out of control. Oh, this is Angel. Uh, sometimes a 42 hits me. Yeah, <laughs> um, it can be reached at Espinoza 916. This is Jess having quite a day. <laughs> a lot of whiplash <laughs> over here. Bad rolls. That's not me. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> Roll 20 notoriously <laughs> hates me, though, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Hank the Clank. This is Logan, the ultimate good guy in this fight. I have done nothing wrong. I believe this is a smear campaign. And <laughs> I expect apologies from all of you after this is all done. Thank you. You can find me at Made Man 08. <laughs> this is Heidi, the furious fighter um and massive damage dealer today furious smiter seriously that smite gave me an extra 44 points of damage and probably actually Ooh. one extra hit i don't know i need you to always stay right <laughs> next to me so that we can do this in every battle <laughs> <laughs> seems important uh fiat is gonna be like probably like surviving this will probably like have some conversations about tactics with you all and you can find me on twitter at uh vamahillion logan is not the bbeg he, he is the <laughs> bggb the big good good boy uh <laughs> yeah i'm a <laughs> big, big gay gay, gay yes, boy there we go <laughs> the bg singer <laughs> Theme song was composed and played by Amy Hawkinson. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider sharing with friends and family you think may enjoy also enjoy it. Until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Ugh. Clong. <laughs> Clong. <laughs> The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. 
The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. There's a Trogdor and a giant egg in your way. Um, <laughs> sorry, not a Trogdor. Whoops. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a Rax and it a giant a egg in your way. Trogdor. <laughs> Burn an 18 the countryside. <laughs> Does that make the rest of you the popular girl club? <laughs> Team Girl Squad turns his attention back to Bayani and he puts out his Wait, arms. He turns his attention back to Bayani. He is yeah, he's self-centered. He turns his attention. <laughs> I was like, I thought he was doing self, you know, <laughs> retrospection. It's fine. <laughs> to to Abraxas. <laughs> I really just need to think about Bayani yeah. right now. <laughs> Even though I read rode better, I read I rode better than them. I I read better than them. I read better than you. <laughs> Was he supposed to stop it? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I guess. Oh. 